Hello and welcome to the Indigo School. I'm Ashley Wolfite and this podcast is my exploration of all things spiritual. I hope you'll follow along. Hello friends. We're back for another episode of the Indigo School podcast and complete transparency here. It's 10:30 in the morning and I have not had any caffeine. I've had my lemon water and I drink some water with a supplement tablet and I haven't talked to anyone else today so you're the first people that I'm talking to. So good morning. Um, I'm really excited for this episode because we're going to be talking all about human design which is one of my favorite systems and ways of understanding ourselves and it's the one that for me validated everything that I knew about myself and made me feel like I wasn't doing anything wrong. So I'm really excited to share that with you and we're going to go into, I'll cover the basics quickly, but then we're going to go into what my chart looks like and I'm going to share some specific examples of how I am living this human design experiment and how it has helped me shift more into alignment and just feel like the most authentic version of myself. So let's get started. Okay. So human design is a system and it was downloaded by a man in 1987 named Ra Uruhu and he got this download from the universe of this system which is a synthesis of four other systems including astrology, the I Ching, Kabbalah, and the chakra system. So this human design system is based off of your birth time, location, and birth date and there's different places that you can enter it on the internet to find out your um, what your human design chart looks like so you can go to mybodygraph.com or jovianarchive.com or genetic matrix happens to be my new favorite place to get your chart so when you pull up your chart it looks like this really crazy complicated image of this body and all of these numbers and these lines and these colors and you're not really sure what it means. So um, I'll kind of walk you through that a little bit later on. But first I wanted to share how I learned about human design and what my life looked like before and how it has shifted since then. So, so I remember the exact moment and date that I learned about human design. It was December 15th, 2018. I was in my car, stopped at a gas station, and I checked my Instagram messages. And I had a message from my friend, and she said, Are you a projector like me? Because I feel like you are based on what you've been talking about lately. And of course, I had no idea what she meant. So I did some Googling and pulled up my chart, and I was a projector. And I didn't know what that meant, but um, I was driving on the road, so I pulled up some podcasts to listen to while I was driving, and everything that I learned in the next like two hours that I was driving about human design, it just it shifted everything for me. It felt like I was learning information that I already knew about myself. It felt like somebody was saying, like, yes, you knew this, and here it is being validated for you. Here it is, somebody else saying these things that you've known all along. Um, and it was such a relief, and I found it so interesting. 
So like for the next several days, I just fell down a rabbit hole of all things human design. I ordered a bunch of books off of Amazon. I watched the YouTube videos. I Googled and tried to learn as much as I could because this was the first thing that I found that seemed accurate. You know, um, I've always loved personality tests and psychology. I studied psychology in grad school, but um, there was always a piece of me that kind of felt like an outsider or like I could fit myself into these boxes that people were talking about, but it still felt like for some reason I wasn't good enough or there was a part of me that um, was doing it wrong or everyone else was doing it this specific way, but I was doing something a little bit differently. So did that mean that I was wrong? Or I just had all these questions and human design was something that for me um, made that all okay. So I am a projector. I have splenic authority. My profile is 6'2", and I have a defined throat, G-center, heart, and spleen. So that means I have an undefined crown center, an undefined mind, an undefined solar plexus, sacral center, and root. So learning this, of course, it's been almost almost a year and a half now. Um, it has been a journey. You know, human design is an experiment, so it's not something that you're meant to just take and once you learn it, it's like a light switches and your life changes. It's something that you put into practice. It's something that you experiment with and play with and try out and see like, how does this feel? Does this feel more authentic? Do I feel more aligned? And I can tell you from my own experience that the more that I trust my design, the more things flow, the more ease I feel, the less um, I feel like I have to hustle or prove or follow the status quo, and everything just feels easier. So before I learned human design, um, I had been on a journey for about a year of really trying to figure out what I was doing because in 2017 I um, had been self-employed and basically fired my client, quit my job um, because I was burnt out, I was having chest pains, I was starting to feel uh, bitterness and resentful and um, it wasn't anything that my client was doing really. It was just, uh, now I know <laughs> it's that um, I was working too much as a projector and my body was reacting to it. You know, I was really afraid I was gonna have a heart attack at age 33 because I was just so anxious all the time. I would dread getting out of bed in the morning and I hated opening my email because I knew that I'd have a list of like things to do that day. And there just wasn't that sense of, of um, openness in my schedule, which I crave so much. So in 2017, I, I quit. And for the next year, I had really been doing a lot of soul searching and trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I know that I meant to own my own business, and I knew that back then. But it was like, what are the pieces? What's the best way to go about this? What am I passionate about? How can I do this and actually make money to support myself? Um, 
And so I was asking all of these questions and that's when I received this message from my friend on Instagram about being a projector. And I guess that she could just tell in the questions I was asking and what I was talking about and this conflict I was feeling between this need to like hustle and grind and force things and my innate projectorness of wanting to rest and wanting to be seen and wanting to be recognized and knowing that I cannot work eight, 12 hour days like most people. Um, so I had this conflict inside myself. And again, that felt like I was somehow doing it wrong or I, I felt like I was wanting to take the easy way out because I was like, my body knows I can't work that much. And I know that I have some gifts to share, but I want to be seen for them. I want people to recognize them. And that felt selfish or entitled. And so learning that I was a projector and that this is like my energetic blueprint, it was like such a weight lifted off of me. Uh, I wasn't being selfish. I wasn't being entitled. I wasn't being lazy. Like this is who I am. Um, and so I just became really, really interested in human design. And then a few months later, I began reading my friends' charts, my family's chart, people on Facebook, and seeing their reaction, like every single time, it seemed to validate them as well. You know, it wasn't just projectors learning that they were projectors, it was also the generators and manifesting generators and people learning their profile lines, like all of these pieces people seem to resonate with. So that's just why I love human design so, so much. And if you haven't had your chart read, I highly recommend it, whether that's through me or another human design expert. Um, it's such a, a powerful experience and something that I think everyone should gift themselves because you will learn things about yourself, maybe that you did not know or that you did know, and this is just gonna confirm it for you. I also wanna share some of the ways that I've been applying what I've learned from my human design chart into my life. And so the first thing I'll share is waiting for the invitation. So every type in human design has a strategy. And as a projector, my strategy is to wait for the invitation, which goes back to this idea of wanting to be seen, wanting to be recognized, wanting to be invited in, not inserting yourself in situations, not um, initiating things. And I have always been a very goal-oriented person. Um, you know, growing up, I was taught if you want something, go make it happen. And I have a pretty good sense of um, self-confidence. Like I believe that I can do anything I set my mind to. So I wasn't afraid of um, taking risks and putting myself out there. Um, I was in a direct sales business for a while and, you know, and if you've been in that business, you know, cold messaging is a thing where you just reach out to people and um, I would do it because I wanted the outcome, right? I wanted the goal. And so I would do whatever it took to hit my goal, even if it felt uncomfortable or out of alignment with myself. Um, because as a projector, cold messaging is um, not really in alignment with you. So I began experimenting with this idea of waiting to be recognized and waiting to be invited into situations. And the first place that I really applied this was to my business. And I have a business as an online business manager, 
where I help life coaches with their businesses. And I wanted to bring in some new clients, but I was really struggling with this idea of reaching out and messaging people and actively like searching for clients. And so I told myself I was going to experiment with this human design and see if I could just wait to be invited in and see how that felt. And that's why I love this idea of the experiment because it doesn't have to be all or nothing. You could even set a timeline on it. Like, okay, I'm gonna experiment for three days and see how this goes and then we'll reassess and move on from there. But um, I began this experiment and within a week, I had four new clients, you guys, <laughs> just by getting clear on what kind of clients I wanted and putting it out into the universe and sitting back, literally sitting back in bed and knowing my value, my worth, my contribution, how I would be able to help their business and trusting that the universe would bring them to me. And it happened. And I was so shocked and surprised and blown away that it was so easy um, because previously in all the different iterations of my business, since I've been self-employed since 2012, it has not been easy like that. Things just did not come. I had to force and work and push and use all of my effort to make things happen. And it, like a few days after trying this experiment of waiting, it came to me and I didn't have to try. And so that was really my first um, moment of thinking, okay, maybe this is real. <laughs> like Maybe this is how I meant to operate. Maybe this is how things are designed for me. Um, and it's a really cool uh, strategy to have of waiting for the invitation. Um, I mean, I can be very impatient. If you're familiar with the Enneagram, I am a very strong three wing four. So as a three, I'm a go-getter. Um, it can be hard for me to wait, but if you're a projector and this is your strategy, I found it very helpful to view it as our job is to get really clear on what our gifts are getting very clear on how we want to show up, how we want to help people, how we're giving back, how we're serving people, like what we want to be doing and fine tune those skills. Like waiting does not have to be totally passive. It can be researching, it can be creating, it can be writing, it could be talking to people. Um, it's just the act of not actively pitching yourself. It's just getting like tuning into your talents and your greatness and your light and shining that out um, like recognizing yourself first so that you you recognize your value and then just showing up out into the world and ultimately other people are going to recognize that as well and when they do you are going to feel so seen and you are going to um, feel you're going to feel recognized you're going to feel um like you're worth it all. And the biggest thing for me with all of this was the, um, I hate the word comparison, but the comparison to the bitterness that I used to feel because as a projector, if you are out of alignment, if you're going down the wrong path, if you're 
forcing things or trying too hard, you are going to feel bitter. And that's a really tough feeling to sit with, but recognizing that as a sign of, okay, uh, something's off track here and we need to shift. And the um, comparison of that feeling with the feeling of being recognized is so drastic and um, so, so strong for me. So uh, that was a really cool thing. The other way that I waited for the invitation was in dating. Um, I am single and I would ultimately like to get married and have children. So I am actively dating and the most common way people date these days is through dating apps and there are a lot of dating apps where women make the first move which can be great for a lot of reasons right but as a projector it also means that you're the one initiating things which according to human design is not how you are meant to operate so um i experimented with waiting for the men to make the first move for waiting for them to message me first waiting for them to ask me out whereas before I would just take the initiative and I would be like, hey, do you want to get a drink this weekend? Or hey, like we should meet up sometime. And I don't do that anymore, um, which means things may slow down a bit sometimes. I might not get as many invitations, but it means that the ones that do come in are going to be in alignment for me. The other thing with human design is experimenting with your authority. And there's lots of different types of authority. So I can't give examples for all of them right now, but I do have a workshop on my website, ashleydevin.com slash workshops, if you're interested in learning more about your authority and how you can use that to make decisions that are in alignment for you. But my authority is my spleen. So it's an in-the-moment knowing. It's um, a very quiet voice. It's it's kind of hard to to decide ahead of time because it's, it's very, um, it's very present. So for me, this happens again, like on a date, if a guy's like, do you want to get a second drink? Then I can like in the moment, no, like yes or no. Like I just get a, a feeling. Um, and it's different than those of you who have sacral authority, which is like a, uh-huh, uh-huh. To me, it's just like my body just knows so really tuning into that, which has meant I have to get quiet and listen to it. I have to pay attention. I have to trust it because sometimes um, it can give you the hard answer that you know is a little uncomfortable or is going to create conflict, um, which is tough for somebody with an open solar plexus like I have. So you know, again, this experiment is not always comfortable, but it's trusting that the the present uncomfortableness is going to lead to the outcome of complete alignment, which is going to feel so good. So that's, that's what we're going for. The next step that I took with my human design was looking at the centers within my chart. So I have an open solar plexus, sacral root head in Ajna center. Um, which is quite a few open centers. So it was about learning like what each center is about and what the the patterns are that show up there and how that plays out in my life and which ones I have become really comfortable with and which ones I perpetuate unconsciously and to start challenging them and to start doing something different, which again is super uncomfortable, but it's like the pain of 
transforming or changing or shifting has to be easier than the pain of staying stuck where you are. So the solar plexus is one of the most powerful centers that we have. It's that little triangle on the right side of your chart and it's the emotional center. And if you have it undefined like I do, it means that you take on the emotions of other people. It means that you have probably created these highs and lows in your life. You crave them, like you crave that sense of adventure and what's gonna happen. And um, if you have your a business, it might look like months of feast or famine, like one month you make $10,000 and then the next month you make 8,000 and the next month you make 12,000. Like you um, put yourself in these situations where you have this emotional roller coaster going on because you've become so conditioned to that. It feels comfortable. That's what you expect. That feels exciting to you. And when I began to recognize this in myself, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> yes, I do this all the time. You know, since we're talking about dating, I do this with dating all of the time of like, I find myself attracted to these men who tend to be very outgoing and very adventurous and very um, high energy. And then they disappear or they like drop a bomb on me of something that was totally unexpected. And so I like have this high, high, high of like everything's great and it's so exciting. And then it's like crash and burn. And when I look at my life, I see these patterns happening over and over and over. And so it's like, okay, I am able to now uh, identify that with my open solar plexus and I am able to see where those patterns are happening and why and so right awareness is the first step so then it's like okay let's shift this let's try something new let's start giving myself these highs right and so I'm not expecting it from other people Let's start seeing where I can create consistency in my life so that I don't have these highs and lows, right? So if you're a business owner, this might look like creating some kind of process that you take your clients through or creating a way to have consistent income. So whether that's a funnel, if you're into that, whether that's a, a long-term program so that you know you're going to have your clients paying you for 12 months, versus a short-term offer where they're paying you for two weeks, right? Because if they're paying you for two weeks, then once you're done working together, you have that high of like, yes, that was amazing, that was so fun. And then it's like, oh crap, now I have to find new clients to bring in more money, right? You've given yourself that, that high and low, probably without even realizing it. So I'm doing this with all of my open centers and looking at them and identifying the patterns there and seeing how that's playing out in my life and beginning to identify how I can do things differently so that I can start living in more alignment with myself. And I'm also doing this with my defined centers because where we are defined is where our power lies. That's where we have consistent energy and consistent access to that that power. So for me, that's my throat, my G center, my spleen, and my heart. So I even, I went so far as to like make lists of all of the, the qualities in those centers and um, the power that lies there so that I can start accessing that every single day. So again, like the heart is the center of willpower, determination, resources, money, follow through, 
the spleen is the place of your intuition, your well-being, your health, your wellness, fear. So I'm able to, to recognize those things and really tap into them and how they, they play out to my, my business specifically. And, you know, you can also go into, okay, so if I have this center defined, then my clients are going to have that, my ideal clients are going to have that center undefined, right? Because we attract people who are the opposite so we can like fulfill that need within each other. So I know that my strength is my intuition. My strength is my sense of wellness, my sense of process or my, my um, way of processing the fears that come up for me. But my clients do not have that. So I'm able to guide them through that process. So now I'm looking at, okay, what can I create in my business that is going to really serve my clients based out of my defined centers, based out of their undefined centers? Like where am I strong where they might not be as strong so I can support them in that? So really using my design to support me in my business that way. One of the other ways that I have really been living the experiment lately just this past month is giving up caffeine and so anyone with an undefined sacral center so that's going to be projectors reflectors and manifestors um, we don't have constant access to that life force energy right we are we just operate differently than the majority of the world and so as a projector we're not meant to have caffeine because caffeine like fuels us it gives us that it's like an artificial energy um, and I have been a caffeine coffee specifically drinker since 2008 and I drink multiple cups a day um, I would say about four cups which is not a ton but it's it's a lot um, my go-to order at Starbucks would be a quad espresso and I wasn't even really sure what my body felt like or how my mind operated without caffeine because I am not a morning person. I would wake up and just feel so sluggish and tired and like unable to, to get myself revved up for the day until I had my coffee. And then once I had like at least one cup of coffee, which was like, I say a cup, but like a coffee mug is huge, you guys. So a cup of coffee is literally like two and a half cups. Then I would feel like, okay, I have some energy. I can move forward. And so at the beginning of February, I really just decided I was going to cut caffeine out and see what I felt like without it. And the first week or so was a struggle. And then I felt really good after that. And then I had a few days where I decided to have some coffee of course, it felt amazing. I felt like so powerful with it, the caffeine throat flowing through me again. And so I feel like I'm back into the detoxing process now of resetting my energy levels without that caffeine. But because I also have an open root center, I tend to over identify like I'm such an adrenaline junkie. I feel that constant pressure to be doing and without the caffeine, it's like I just don't have the energy to do that. So it's really making me look at that open root center and see like, okay, like maybe I am just naturally very calm and naturally very slow and just move at a different pace than 
all of you amazing manifesting generators out there who can go 100 miles an hour. It's like, I can do that for sure, especially with some caffeine, but like my natural state is very different than that. So it's been an experiment of like learning to see what that feels like and looking at all of the ways that I judge myself and feel like, well, I'm not that high energy person. I'm not somebody who can just go, go, go all the time. Like the majority of the world, does that mean I'm not good enough? Does that mean I'm not trying? Does that mean I'm lazy? And really starting to love and accept who I am when I'm in complete alignment, even though that's different than most people. So this is why I love human design, you guys, because it gives us this, for me, it gives me reassurance that um, this is how you're meant to be. There's nothing wrong with you. You don't have to change to please other people because when I'm really honest with myself, it's like, no, this is what feels good to me. Um, when I am slow, when I am calm, when I am not that like super high energy person all day long, like when I'm around UMGs, like I can totally soak it up and amplify that energy. But like right now sitting alone in my bedroom and just talking, like uh, I'm sure you can hear it in my voice. Like it's very low energy. Um, but learning to accept that and like, this is who I am. And, and I love that. So if you guys have any questions about your human design or what pieces of your chart mean, I love, I would love to chat with you about it. You can find me on Instagram at human design with Ashley. And we're going to keep digging into this. You guys next week, we're going to be talking about something different. I'm not sure what it will be exactly yet. I have a couple of ideas that I'm, I'm circling around, but it will be something that I think is super interesting and we'll be excited to share with you guys. So thank you again so much for listening. I hope that you have a fabulous day and you can find me on Instagram at human design with Ashley. I'll talk to you later, friends.